Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You're listening to Undeadwood on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Undeadwood is a four-part miniseries, game marshaled by myself, Brian W. Foster, set in the not-so-sleepy town of Deadwood. I'm joined for this series by an incredible cast of characters, including Marisha Ray, Matthew Mercer, Kari Payton, Anjali Bamani, Travis Willingham, and Ivan Van Norman. On to part three, I Got My Wish. When we left off, the five of you assisted Sheriff Bullock over by the church in taking out a bunch of recently hung and recently resurrected undead outlaws. After that, made your way around town, ended up at Doc Cochran's office, where he told you if someone is messing with the dead and bringing them back to life, the graveyard might be a good place for answers. At the graveyard, you found some mysterious fog, which seems to have some sort of connection to, to you, Mr. Fogg. You saw the grave site of your beloved sister, Cynthia, and you saw the, some closer than others, the uh, empty grave of the legendary Wild Bill Hickok. Both graves empty, both scratch marks on the inside of the coffin, no sign of either, and that's where we left off. So, you are at the graveyard. What do you want to do? Doc Cochran. Doc Cochran? That damn son of a bitch. He's got a lot of answering to do, I he think. He does, at the very least, trying to see if he knows who he was hanging with the night before. If he seems so drunk and hungover. Arabella, you have that book that he gave to you, yes? I do. Stay with us, sweetheart. I know you're rattled. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. I suspect that whatever he's up to might be in that book or explained in that book. Is this something that you have any familiarity with? Obviously, you were interested in the subject. I could take some time. 
Sit down, go through it, see what I can find out. But why would he implicate himself? If he really is behind this, why would he send us here and hand us all the clues to, to point to himself, unless it's part of some other greater plan? Well, I think that's a question we ought to ask him. Are there, is there anything else in the, the coffin that her uh, sister has left empty? Do you want to examine it? Yeah. Go ahead and make a uh, investigation check for me, please. Come on. Four. There is nothing else in there. Okay. Just the scratches. No Are other personal effects, no clothes. Are there any other graves where the fog is behaving like the way it was over Wild Bill and over my sisters? Or is it just these two? It's just those two. I suspect that perhaps, not that I know anything about this, but I suspect that perhaps it's just not laying over the graves where there is no soul left to cover or left to protect. All right. Sounds good to me. I'll do some reading on while we're riding back into town. Mr. Fogg, you, you have some familiarity with fog like this. Is it anything like the fog we saw the other night? Do I have that much familiarity? I, I, I would just say that, uh, that uh, I was too, too far away from, from that fog to, to really be able to, to make a determination. There was a lot of uh, commotion going on at that point, so I really couldn't say one way or the other. I would say is a point. This fog here is hanging out in mid-daylight, and the fog we saw that other evening was shrinking away from the light. Mm. That's a pretty pointed distinction. Good point. I'm going to start pouring through the book. Okay. All right. We'll on horseback. Our way back. On the horseback. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> She's got very <laughs> steady eyes. She's very steady eyes. <laughs> I got to stop reading. I'm getting horse sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are making your way back to town. Yes. And as you make your way back down the hill from the graveyard back to the not-so-sleepy town of Deadwood, um, you are examining the book. The book that he gave you is a book of basically Eastern holistic medicine. Huh. It's herbs, it's um, different types of oils and ointments and things like that, mostly natural-based stuff. Nothing really in there that sort of catches your eye towards what your goal is and what you're looking to do. It almost seems like Doc Cochran gave it to you just to make you feel better. Right. Mm. Because yeah. he obviously said he knew and tried to treat your sister, so. Placebo book. <laughs> Placebo book. Okay. As you guys get closer to town, you start to see the main road going in and out of town, and you see there are six to seven wagons full of people and families making their way out of town, and they look terrified. They huh. look shook from the events of the last day, and people are starting to leave the town as you come back in. As you guys arrive back into town, where are you headed? What would you like to do? I say we make a beeline for, for old Doc Cochran. And, okay. uh, and uh, if you wouldn't mind uh, knocking, mm. a friendly knock. Sure. So that as soon as he cracks his door open, we can, we can, uh, we can bust on in there and see what the hell is up with this, this fella. I'm, I'm wondering how well that hat fits his head. Mm. Mm. Who has the hat? You have the hat, Reverend Mason. Yeah. Actually, I'll hand it off, and I will, uh, as we get closer, I'll kind of keep an eye on the back of the store, just in case he has any ideas about uh, not answering the door. Oh, I think we better make sure we make ourselves 
viable individuals to be answering questions towards. Sounds like a plan. This is about as viable as I get, so here goes. Okay, you guys arrive at Doc Cochran's office. Seems quiet like it was the other day. Doc? No answer. Doc, can you please answer? I'm in need of help. No answer. Make a notice check for me, please. Four. In the window, you can see the curtain is pushed back a little bit, exposing a little bit of the inside of the doctor's office. Do you want to try and look in? Yes. Okay, go ahead and make an investigation check for oh, me as well. Oh, that's crap. It's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's a three okay. minus two, so okay. one. You see that the curtain is cracked a little bit. I try the, the door. Mm -hmm. Door's locked. Can I hear her knocking and kind of just wander up to one of the back windows mm -hmm. and take Go a look? Go ahead and make a uh, notice check for me. Uh, seven. It's empty. I turn to uh, Aloysius and I say, cover for me. I'm going to pull out my lock pick. Okay. And try and pick this lock. Let's do lock picking. Yes. You have lock picking. I have lock picking. <clears throat> nice. Rich girl knows how to steal cars. Six. Okay. <laughs> Six. Okay. Come on. Do a flies uh, Three. So that's 15. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah. So keeping what you're doing sort of hidden from anybody walking by, so not to raise suspicions. Um, you very successfully and very stealthily picked that lock, and the door to Doc Cochran's office is now open. Okay. You say you're doing some interesting shit, I'm not gonna lie. Surprising. You have to learn some interesting talents when you're looking for things that people don't want to find. Man, fucking city folk, I swear to God. Can I see them going in through the front door from the back window? Can I? Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, yeah, you, you see through the, you see through the, maybe I can uh, walk, walk through the back and, and open the back door for him to come in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And what do we see? You see what you saw before when you were in there. Um, it's a little disheveled. Um, it doesn't look like he packed a bunch of things and left. It doesn't look like there's much missing from when you guys were here before. No signs of a struggle or anything? No signs of a struggle uh, outside of a man struggling with himself on the daily. Right. <laughs> uh, a Civil War doctor with PTSD, um, probably not in the best shape of, of mind, but his, his place looks like it hasn't been ransacked, it hasn't anything like that. Everyone's in the house? Mm -hmm. let's, do a, uh, let's do an investigation check from everybody, please. Two. Nine. 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 <clears throat> Seven. Wait, nothing. Seven. Thirteen. Oh, Thirteen and eleven, you said? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Okay. Uh, Miriam. Uh, walking around the sort of makeshift operating bed or table. Go ahead. Eleven, because I have a minus two. That's fine. That's fine. Pretty much the same result. Mm. Um, you are now dead. No, I'm kidding. Pleasure <laughs> um, <laughs> knowing you all. Walking around and sort of examining the, uh, the makeshift operating bed in Doc Cochran's office, you see that the sheet, that, which is dirty and covered in blood and 
everything else from his various operations and trying to help save people, you see that the sheet is sort of tucked in a weird way into the bottom of the thing. And if, as you bend down to look, underneath the operating table, you find a small wooden step, sort of as if like uh, something to sort of stand or to kneel on. Mm. And in front of that and around it, you see a bunch of dead skin. And the skin is has a texture to it that sort of reminds you of scales. What? As the rest of you are walking through and looking, you also in different parts of the place will see small little pieces of skin on the ground. Does it look familiar to the serpents? It's dead skin with scales. It, it's to, uh, you were in the pit. So even yeah, though yeah, yeah. you rolled a minus two, you you two, you would still have recognized this as uh, as something similar to what you guys saw up in the snake pit. Is it translucent <clears throat> or does it have color? It's translucent. It's dead. It's been shed. <clears throat> it's ashy gray. And it's everywhere. It's been. It's in different little yeah, pieces yeah. around. Underneath the operating table is the highest concentrated amount of it, but there still manages to be small sort of sheds and pieces of it throughout the throughout the doctor's office upon I'll much closer investigation. We might need this for later. Uh, my question, the, the, the concentrated portion of it, it's by the operating table. The, does that appear to be just a collection of shedded pieces or does that look like intentionally removed like slivers? Mm. A collection of shedded pieces. Gotcha. So these creatures were here? Or something similar at least. Yeah, certainly I mean, the looks doctor's like it. being not forthright. Can I look around? Do I see anything that would resemble the cloaks or the hood that we saw the hooded figure run off when he caught on fire around? Would you like to examine Doc's closet? Yes, I would. Okay. Investigation. Uh, let's do an ev- another investigation check since you're fucking exploding on those. Six. Get it. Exploding. Two. Uh, so an eight plus two to my investigation because I'm an investigator, so ten. Awesome. You open the door to the closet, and at the top of the closet hangs a row of hats with one slot missing. There's a row of pretty much the same exact outfit, (laughs) which in this time people sort of had one or two of the same outfit that they wore continuously. And you see a few of those, and um, there's an empty hanger. Somebody's been stealing from the dock. Does that hat... uh, Oh. Check, check and see if that hat looks like the same hat. Yeah, that, that could have been it too, Reverend. <laughs> but, but once, I mean, once again, to Miriam's point earlier, like, the, the doc obviously is not telling us everything, but if he himself was the person responsible, why would he send us to the place of his own work to get the incriminating evidence about his involvement with this unless he isn't aware of everything going on? We haven't been gone that long. Throw I feel like he was the... just trying to get rid, get rid of us. Get rid of us? Maybe. Trying to throw us off the track? Or he went to go get some food, some more in his breakfast. I'm just, I'm just have, saying we yeah, can't jump to conclusions. Yeah, wouldn't he have packed more? He's I'm, a person of interest. He's a person of interest. He's absolutely it. a person of interest, and he has some more information than what he gave us, but I, I wonder if it's possible that he somehow brought one of these creatures back to examine it, and it got the better of him. He's got to talk. There's no... Doubt about that. We just gotta find. We him. have to find him. He, uh, you, uh, you asked him to go to the uh, Bella Union, didn't, didn't you? I did. Maybe he decided to, to take a walk across the street to tend to the ladies. Hopefully, if he's still an upstanding gentleman. 
Shall we head there? Yeah, one more quick look around. Anything out of place? I mean, I know this is a doctor's office and it's messy as fuck, but uh, any any other like symbology or weird hooky kooky stuff? That's, that's a technical term. Mm -hmm. Well, in the church it is. Yeah. <clears throat> no? No sign of a cult goodness. Nothing. Okay. Right. Not in the doc's office, no. Yeah, lead, lead the way. I gotta find this man. All right. Well, let's make our way to the Bella Union. Yeah, I'm gonna pay attention to the people as we're walking through the thoroughfare. Okay, so you guys are exiting <coughs> Doc Cochran's office out the front. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, closing the door behind you, you see as the second you get out to the thoroughfare, you start to see some of the remaining townsfolk all sort of like walking quickly and rushing toward the Bullock Hotel. And a crowd has formed outside the Bullock Hotel. Oh, Rushing oh, up at the Bullock no. Hotel. What yeah. Now? Running over. Running right. over. Yes. Okay. As you get there, do you want to stay at the back of the crowd or do you want to push your way up to the front? Let's push your way up front. Mm -hmm. well, push your way. As you push your way up to the front and you get to sort of where what the focus focal point of the crowd is, it's the front counter of the uh, reception at the Bullock Hotel. And laying behind the counter is a deceased E.B. Farnham. Fucking <gasps> shit. Mayor of Deadwood. Run in his fucking mouth. Yep. I want you all to make investigation checks for me, please. Okay. All right. <laughs> Actually, let's do notice. Let's do notice. notice. Yeah. Okay. Five. Four. Five. Four. Got a four. Wonderful. Eleven. Seven. Eleven. Seven. 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 As the five of you sort of have pushed through everyone, and, and many people are, are just shocked and terrified by what they're seeing, you, get, you know, nobody's really fighting you to get closer to this right. corpse. As you peer over the counter and you see the, uh, the body of sad E.B. Farnham lying there, you see that he is covered in snake bites. Covered in snake bites. How does his mouth look? His mouth is closed at the moment, but... You can see directly behind him. You guys rolled fucking high. Oh, this God damn it. You can see behind him that the door to his office is open about three feet. You can see it's kind of a mess. There's stacks of papers and documents and different things in there, sealed letters and envelopes and different stuff on the table, as you can see through, through the back. The, the counter itself is very sparse. There's the registration book and there's a bell. It's up to you what you'd like to do at this, at this moment. I'm going to go ahead and... Draw both guns, lean to, does anybody in the vicinity appear to be not enraptured in fear? Everyone's pretty terrified. Um, once you guys got in there, some people sort of started to scurry away because right. they're terrified of you. But anybody of, of... Nobody seems hostile towards you here. Nobody, everybody, yeah. But does anybody seem to be a person that at least can be given an instruction? Yeah, useful. Oh, you can try to talk to anyone around Get here. Get the fucking sheriff here now. Yeah. And then well, step over the counter and mm -hmm. start, like, if anyone else yeah. wants to join. Yeah, you guys office. can walk around the counter. That's yeah. fine. One of the hoople heads uh, that you yelled at looks at his buddy and he says, Sheriff, the one with the big mustache? He says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, Where is he? At the fucking marshal's office. The guy takes out, <laughs> takes off, and runs over to the, uh, runs over to the marshal's office. Could, right. I, could I lean down and carefully reach out to Farnham's mouth? Please be normal. Please be normal. Can I pry his lower lip and jaw open mm -hmm. and take a look? Mm-hmm. You do. And it's the same as the head that you brought back That's great. from the mining site. I, I think, um, you know, we, we only brought back the head last time, but if these things are burrowing inward, 
Might be worth checking inside Farnham. Oh. Mm hmm We don't have to do that now, but I'm just putting forth the option. <laughs> no. Do we see anything in the office? You guys want to go in the office? Yeah. I'm going to check the registry. Check the registry. And see if okay. I, any names pop up. Okay. Um, the rest of you want to go into the office? Okay. I'll stay, I'll stay outside the, uh... You want to stay behind the counter, but outside the office? Exactly. Okay. Miriam, when you walk into the office, something catches your eye, and it's a letter that's been opened, but on the letter appear the initials G-H. Would you like to read the letter or pocket it? Read it. Before you read that, Reverend Mason, on your side of the office, you find a stack of about 25 land deeds. Oh. Oh, Lordy. Go ahead and read the letter. It was asked. George Hurst. I'm saying this as quietly as possible so that these only these folks can hear. And I'll just pass this over. Anyone can read it aloud if you want, or I yeah. can. Weasel, if you haven't already tipped your hand, secure for me any remaining claims my surveyors report to you from the hills, should they be successful in finding oil at the, in the scouted locations. Offer any landowner triple its worth. Just get it. I want to be digging by winter. No fucking delays. G.H. I found all of these. It looks like a stack of land deeds. Upon hearing the word oil in the letter, that stands out to you. Deadwood is a place known for gold, not oil. Seems peculiar to you that that would be included. Mm -hmm. The land deeds are all signed... E.B. Farnham. Wow. Why would he... Why would he point us in Hearst's direction if he was the one working as his agent? And is, is the oil just a, a ruse? Just a, a distraction for what he's really looking for? Or is the oil what's summoning this weird change out here? Thinking. Hearst doesn't seem, at least from what I've heard around here, someone who's interested in some of the weird shit that you seem to be. Mm. He seems to be more interested in gold and money and power. Though power itself could have a crossover there. And it looked like an oil fire, right? Where yeah. the, all the snake pit was. Yeah. That's what it seemed to be. There was also some sort of oily substance that I stepped in in the church the other day as well. Oh. Mm. I didn't think much of it at the time, but... Clayton. In the office, you find a stack of wanted and bounty posters. What would you like to do with those? I would like to immediately fold and pocket them. Okay. Can I, I fan through the, the land deeds, uh, looking for any names that jump out, anything that might be close by, worth investigating? Yeah, go ahead. 
Since you've been in town, I would say only a couple of the names seem vaguely familiar to you as just like regular people around town that seem to have sold their land to uh, Farnham. To Farnham, You also know from being in the area for a little while that all the places where they seem to be buying up are places where they know there's no gold, they know there's, you know, nothing. Yeah. So it seems it seems peculiar to you. But no names really stand out as anyone that you, you know. And areas that would be same sort of half day's ride out. Far some some farther, yeah, some farther. Okay, nothing in town. Nothing in town, okay. no, nothing like that. All all that stuff has already been bought up for, yeah. for prospecting by this point. This is this is everything sort of uh, stuff that's on the outskirts of town. I'll sort of try and roll them together and stick them in a coat pocket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I find anything in the desk and in the registry? Nothing in the desk. Nothing in the registry. Uh, typical names and stuff like that. Uh, your name is in there. Mr. Sharp's name is in there. All right. Miriam's name is in there. But other than that, nothing really too suspicious. If this snake creature was in here, I'm even more worried about anyone who's come across Doc. Can we please go to the Bella Union? I'm worried about the ladies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, should we, um, we should take that body over to the docks, maybe try and take a look inside it. Um, I don't mind. Okay. I'll do it. I'll leave that to you. Would one of you gentlemen accompany me to the Bella Union? I'll come with if you want to go ahead and keep watching over them. Sounds good. So me and you are going back with the duck? Yeah. Or with the body to ducks? Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, Wait, no. which one? He's coming with I'm me. You two are going We're going, we're going yeah. together. Yes. Got it. All right. Um, <clears throat> would I have seen him fold up and pocket what he saw? Absolutely. Okay. It's a very small so, office. Exactly. Excellent. Shall we? You two are going to the Bella Union. The three of you are going to take the body back to Doc Cochran's office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get the uh, sled. <laughs> the two of you wade back through the crowd. And once you get outside, you see it's sort of an even bigger crowd is formed by now. It's, uh, it's a small town and it's a big event. And we'll try and cover his face in some way, just for modesty's sake. Yeah, you guys can, uh, there's a rug under his body. You know, you could wrap him up in that. As you start to do that and grab the corpse, a couple of people say, hey, leave him alone in case there's resurrection of the flesh. And, you know, they're all yelling stuff. Other people are just moving out. They, they, they're afraid to even get close to it in case, you know, they catch whatever killed him. Mm. Is there any sign of the sheriff? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Not yet. You two walk out of the gym, wade through the crowd, make your way over to the Bell Union. As the three of you are walking out, Reverend Mason, you notice the two men who were yesterday spotting you in the street and at the Bella Union. They kind of stop you on the way out. They're not too concerned about what you guys are carrying, but they stop you on the way out, and the two men are kind of sitting there, and one of them says, uh, my friend here thinks that a reverend who drinks and visits whorehouses is funny. But me, I, uh, I think I recognize you. Was you in the Calvary? Sorry, friend. You must have me confused with someone else. He sort of slides one of his jacket things to the side and puts his hand on his belt buckle. He says, I don't know. It's been a long time, but I think you, I think you was in the Calvary. I think I know you. I'll put down my corner of E.B. Farnham's body and I'll 
turn to face him and say, friend, we're tending to some mighty immediate business. Now, my door is always open at the church. You can find me day or night, but I have to be going now. He looks at his buddy and they smile and they said, we ain't going to no fucking church. I know you, I know what you did. Starts to sort of move towards you a little bit to intimidate you. I'll shift you. my back foot. <clears throat> reach behind my own jacket. No, boys. Unless you want to end up like Mr. Farnham here, I think you want to keep mine in your own business. Wonder what your business is besides this church business. Seems weird that someone would come into town where no one wants a fucking church try to rebuild it something just ain't sitting well with us i don't think that's any of your concern i'm just here to tend to the lord's flock any of us notice this going down I'm, I'm, uh, you I'm, two you two are already across the street but you but you two are yeah. standing right there as right, this right. is happening and no, you're I've, seeing um yeah i set down my uh my side of the uh, the farm sled, and uh, and step to the step to the side, maybe behind these uh, th these gentlemen. My hand on my sidearm. They kind of notice. He kind of puts his jacket back around his gun. Now, boys, one of the many gifts of the Lord is the ability to count, and we got numbers. For now. And as they turn around to walk away, they walk right into Sheriff Bullock. Oops. And they both kind of just give you a look, give Sheriff Bullock a look, and walk away down the thoroughfare. Sheriff Bullock says, Is that him? He's got the same wounds as the other corpses we found. We were going to take them back to docks. See what we could figure out. No one can find the fucking duck. We called for him. As soon as we found the body, I've been searching town all over looking for him. Yeah, that information corroborates with ours as well. Where are you taking him? Oh, we're still taking him back to docks. That's where all the supplies and the tools are. I figured I'd, um, maybe give it a whirl. Mighty brave. Well, I'm going to try and find the fucking duck. And he takes out his pistol, shoots around into the air, and says, Disperse this crowd! And everybody starts to kind of go about their business. Some people are still kind of peeking around. They're trying to see, like, what you guys are doing. You know, why, why these people came and wrapped up Farnham's body and took it. They're just kind of looking curiously. But for the most part, Sheriff says, Go about your business. Everybody's already a little on edge. They all start to go about their business. All right. To the doctors. To the doctors. Yeah. Okay. You two. Upon entering the uh, Bella Union, 
What would you like to do? You see the four, four girls there? Well, I, before that, as <clears> we're making our way there, I, say, I put my hand quietly on his arm and put, link my hand in his, and I say, Mr. Sharp, I'm only going to say this once. Whatever interest you have in those papers you pocketed, I would kindly suggest that you share it with me, or I'm going to have to reconsider my place of trust in you. Respectfully, miss, uh, the less you know, the safer you are. I don't think any of us are safe at this time. But the place that my imagination goes is probably far worse than anything you've done. Believe me, I have seen many things in my time. Please. If it makes you feel any better, I've, uh, I've not shot a man who was trying to shoot me first. Actually, that does make me feel better. Good. Make sure that the others, uh, well, if anyone else saw you pocket them, I would, they may not be as trusting as I am of someone who is so distrusting after what we've all been through. With much respect also. They trust me as much as I trust them, which isn't very far. We've all been through some Interesting shit as of late, but I'm not still standing here because I've been quick to trust. Fair. In we go. In you go, and you see the uh, same four ladies as your last visit. Mm -hmm. You see Celine, Whitney, Katie, and Brittany. Mm -hmm. um, they're looking fucking great. They're lounging, they're chilling. Um, Smoking, drinking, just having a good time. Slow, slow business day, obviously, as, right, as right. there are events in town that are, yeah. I put on a smile. And Celine walks up, she says, hello, darling, welcome back. It's so good to see you. Darling, have you seen the doc by any chance? Uh, one of our friends is in need of his services. Is there any chance that you've seen him here? Nobody's seen the doc. I, I called for him last night because Joni seemed more out of sorts than usual, but, um, we, we couldn't find the doc anywhere. I asked this morning, too, and nobody's seen him. We thought for sure he'd be tending to poor old little Mr. Farnham, but nobody's seen him. Right. I think one of you should keep watch over Joni for just a little while, just to make sure that she's okay. We'll continue our search for him and send him right along as soon as we find him. She says, oh, we always keep watch on our Joni. I don't think there's any sense in staying here. Let's go meet the others back at the docks. Do you want to? Do you want to go ahead and leave? Mm. As you're about to leave, one of the younger girls, Brittany, says, oh, "Oh, oh, hold on a moment. Hold on a moment." And she looks back up toward the staircase, and sort of peering around from the top in the hallway, you see the familiar face of Joni. So she's sort of, kind of looking and 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 peering down at you. Actually, Clayton, darling, would you stay here and stay, stay vigilant for me? That's what I do. Especially keep an eye up here at the top of the stairs. I'm going to, without hopefully, just with a smile on my face, mm -hmm. sashay up to the stairs okay. and head towards Joni's door. Sashay. So sashay. when you get up the stairs, Joni meets you in the hallway. And she says, I'm so glad you came back. Come with me, come with me. As, as she pulls me in, I just give a look to him and, please watch yeah, and I, I did do, I find a chair that's facing the entryway mm -hmm. to the chamber we came in, mm -hmm. just to keep my hand 
gun already cocked at the side, just hidden and ready. Okay. As you make your way into Joni's room, she shuts the door quickly behind the two of you. And Katie, one of the one of the younger ones, probably like in her early twenties, mid twenties, <laughs> she sort of just drags a chair over, sits next to you, she says, "That's cute. What do you plan to do with that?" Hopefully nothing. Well, I guess I'll sit here and do nothing with you. From under her dress, she pulls out a sawed-off double-barrel shotgun Ooh. and sits in the chair with her and sits next to you facing the door. <clears throat> oh, I like Katie. Yeah, respect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Katie came to play. Hell yeah, Katie. In Katie Joni's room, she grabs you by the shoulders when she comes in and she says, I've, I had, I had a, a, a terrible thing happen. I thought it was... I thought it was a dream, but I, I woke up and, 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 and everything was still the same. Tell me. I don't know, I, I don't know what to tell you. I have to just show you. And one of her smaller trunks that she keeps her clothes and stuff in is moved from where you had seen it last time, which was at the foot of the bed. It's now over closer to the window that goes to the outside of the back. And she lifts up the trunk and underneath the trunk, you see the completely smashed and obliterated corpse of one of the snakes that you saw at the pit. And she says, do you know, have you ever seen anything like this? I shut the top. Where did you find this and where did it come from? It came through the window in the middle of the night and tried to attack me, but I was able to hit it and move it away and I threw the trunk on top of it and I sat on the trunk for an hour. You took this down, yourself. I've been taking care of myself a long time and fought far worse than this. Johnny, can you get dressed, quickly? Yes. She goes over and starts putting her dress on. She moves a little slow. She's a little lethargic, uh, kind of like she was when you saw her last. She's a bit pale. Mm -hmm. And um, as she's getting dressed, she sort of runs over to the bowl and throws up. You recognize this yes. type of back. symptom quite well and uh, she gets dressed. All right. How big is this chest? It's about like this big. It's a nice heavy chest, but it's not large. It was big enough for her to smash this thing with. Well, we can carry it. You can carry it for sure. There's a, there's remains of a dead snake on the crit-like creature on the bottom of it and on the floor. It's paste, but you can still tell from the scales and from the the weird teeth and tentacle things that remain that it's All the right. uh, it's it's the same type creature you saw up at the mining uh, thing. Okay, in that case, change of plans. Uh, Joni, I want you to to stay downstairs with the other girls, make a show of it, make sure that you stay down there, stay safe with them, safety in numbers. Um, I take I take out a handkerchief and I pick up a small piece of yeah bleh yeah yeah yeah. Um, and, uh, and I wad it up and I take it with me. Okay. Um, do you have a key to your room? Can you lock the door when we close it? I mean, when we come out? Oh, yes. All right, absolutely. So we get out of there, lock the door, bring her downstairs with me. And I sit her with the ladies. And I tell the ladies, make sure she drinks lots of water. You keep an eye on her down here. Clayton, we have to go. The second that you come downstairs with Joni and Joni appears downstairs, all of the ladies quickly stand up. They haven't seen this in a while. She comes down... She says, don't worry, dear. These girls always take good care of me. Well, you show them that you're all right. Thank you for your kindness. We'll be here. Katie looks over at you and she says, uh, 
before you leave, um, you seem like the, uh, seem like the silent thinking type. You got a half of that, right? <laughs> I like a mysterious man who knows his way around a puny little revolver like that, but you're welcome back anytime, stranger. That's okay, I got two of them on. And I stand up and walk over alongside uh, Miriam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, uh, wow, that's super impressive. Brittany? And then from behind the bar, <laughs> Brittany chucks another sawed-off shotgun at Katie, and she catches it with one hand and sits there, and she's like, I have two, too. <laughs> I'll keep watch. Thank you. Thank you. So our fallback is the Bella Union, right? Basically, as I'm I'm moving quickly and I'm filling him in on the way, everything that I've found upstairs. Um, I don't know where these things are coming from, and I don't know why they're coming for the town, but we have to find out quickly. I don't trust, I don't trust what's going on here. I don't know what's going on here. It's far too familiar and I, I. I... It's all right, it's all right. We got, we got some, we got some information. Let's see what the rest of our friends managed to gather here. Things are escalating, so whether we're ready for it or not, things are coming. So at least try and be ready. Keep your eyes peeled, keep your weapon ready. Would you take this? Thank you. <laughs> you can add to your inventory. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you guys exiting the Bella Union? Yes. By now, the three of you have been able to make it to Doc Cochran's office with the corpse of Sad Mayor Farnham. Oh. You got a few looks uh, going through town. Reverend Mason, why don't you give me a stealth check? You got it. Three. Okay, go ahead and make a notice check for me. Eight. Ooh. Twelve. As you guys get to the doc's office, because of the events of the morning, you're obviously on edge a little bit and, and on your toes. <clears throat> so you look back down the thoroughfare behind you and you see uh, standing back out front of the Bullock Hotel, the two men that confronted you when you walked out and they're both just staring down the thoroughfare watching you guys go and load these but they're paying attention to you specifically now when you guys get there the doors unlocked still because you picked it so well congratulations Thank uh, you. what would you guys like to do I throw open the door mm -hmm. get him on the table <sighs> you all right Reverend yeah I'm fine what with those meatheads? What do they want? Who knows? So many drunks in this town. I can't keep it straight. Let's get the let's get Farnham's shirt off. Ugh. You guys starting to remove Farnham's clothes? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And while they while they undress Farnham, I'm gonna pull out a little bit of sage in my smudge dish. I'm gonna light it, and then I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna acknowledge the north. And then I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna acknowledge the south. Oh shit. And then I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna acknowledge the east. Mm. And I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna acknowledge the west. I'm gonna 
pay homage to those who came before us and those ahead of us. And then I start going through his supplies. Okay. Make an occult check for me, please. All right. I don't know what I'm have, doing. You've studied the occult and weird arts and things like that, correct? Correct. Okay. Ooh. Uh, five. Okay. After you removed Mayor Farnham's shirt and some of his other clothes, you see on his chest, not branded, but sort of just the, the outline of a symbol of a, what appears to be like a very large snake. And because of your, some of the books that you've read in previous, you know that this is somewhat reminiscent of different cultures, snake deities. Oh shit. There's so many and there's different types, you know, in the the east it's one way, in the west it's another, but you recognize this as some sort of, of symbol from from lore and from from stuff that you've read in your occult books. Is it like an Ouroboros? Like, is it the Pretty snake much. eating itself? It's, yeah, but it's much large. It's a much larger snake. Okay. Huh. He's also covered in thousands of snake bites. As you take his shirt off, you see just more than what was on his face and his mouth and his nose and his neck. Now that you've undressed Mayor Farnham. Have we made it there yet? Yeah. 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 You guys are just about probably showing up right now. Mariam, Sharp, mm. looks like we got a snake worshiper. Funny, looks like we've had another snake. What? <laughs> <laughs> he throws the goo down on the operating table next to Farnham's body, and uh, it's it's red and black and and sticky and nasty. Oh, how nice. Anyway, shall we? And I'm going to take out some forceps. I'm going to take out a, a operating knife. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, there's a table next to his operating uh, table that has a bunch of supplies. What's that? Uh, what's that weird tattoo thing? I don't know. It's a little bit reminiscent of certain snake deities that I've learned about from Mesopotamian culture. And, I mean, Egypt had it, and um, it's really kind of recurred quite a lot. Do you yeah. think this is something that's been, that, that, uh, that he had tattooed on himself or? It's not a brand and it's not a tattoo. It's sort of just like an outline on his chest. Hmm. So this, it's gray this and may black. have happened post-mortem? post-mortem? Yeah. It, yeah. Looks, it looks to be, you can't really tell if it's post or post-mortem or not, but it's, it's recent. It's, it's recent, it, recent like the Can snake bites. Okay. Yeah, there's dry, like... there's still a little bit of like dried blood on a lot of the snake bites. So Farnham was was definitely killed in the last few hours. Okay, we're we're, we're going in, right? We have to. Uh huh. Do we need uh, like fire or something in case whatever's in there is cooking still? Well, I see. Uh... The, the best uh, yeah. remedy we've had so far is a shot to the head. Right. That'll work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I pull out my Colt mm-hmm. Navy. Who's cutting open Mary B. Farnham? <laughs> Arabella. What a sentence. Um, Dr. Whitlock. <laughs> Miriam, can I bother you for some booze real fast? Um, it's in my flask. I'm not letting go of this gun. <sighs> okay. Take that I'm gonna just start making an incision, mm-hmm. trying not to go too deep mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. just and start to 
peel the flesh back, but I try not to. From what fucking little shit that I've read <clears throat> in books, see what I can figure out. Absolutely. When you slice down his chest and start to peel the skin apart and the flesh, you see just smoke and steam, just a small amount of what looks like smoke or steam sort of coming out of his coming out of his chest. Now you'd have to dig a little further to smoke get further. Is it like, <clears throat> does he feel hot? Does he, he does feel... not feel hot. He is oh, cold. Fog. It's just, it's more smoke. It's not fog. It's okay. more like smoke or steam, just like... Like if, were, uh, like if you were, like if you were taking the, like if you took the, the top of a the the top of a hot coffee coffee yeah. cup off, that kind of a that's thing. Not, as soon as you sort normal. of open, that doesn't that doesn't um, feel feel right. No. Yeah, it's not normal, is it? I, I don't know. I've never done an autopsy before. Get in there. Doing All great. Right. Doing great. Clayton, if, if you you wouldn't mind uh, if you want maybe point your. Uh, your pistol at his temple, just in case he, he decides to to Ooh, do a hot yeah. walk around. Not a bad idea. Off guard his feet. <laughs> okay, so you're uh. you're pointing your gun at his head. Yeah. And you're pointing your gun at his feet. Sure. That the shotgun or the one that you alluded to. Shotty. You had something behind <laughs> you. Shotty. Fuck those feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my shotgun placed where she's the the torso where exactly. she's cutting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are covering this cadaver. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go deeper. Okay. As you cut through using a larger knife or whatever and opening the Mm -hmm. chest of Mayor Farnham, you see placed throughout his organs, just all over his insides is is ash and some of the scaly type skin that you saw under his operating table and around his office. But there's a lot of it inside of him. You can also see that his esophagus is destroyed. Okay, I am going to um, swallow really hard and stick my hand in there, feel around, see if I can feel any (laughs) snaky bodies. Give me a survival check. Oh. Come on! Not, this not what I'm. I am no Girl Scout. All right. Roll big. Roll big. No. Two. Okay. You rummage through there, and it's just filth and guts and ash and scales. And um, as you're kind of doing it, uh, you knock. You don't even know what organ it is because you're immune, but you knock it over and it hits your dress and slides down and your dress is just covered in the guts and blood of uh, I Mayor pull Farnham. back and I run away trying not to barf. I understand. Uh, okay, uh, you all right? Uh, I don't know, it's just ash and guts and I don't know. No. Ash and guts? Yeah. No snake or nothing, right? I don't know, not that I could tell, but... Uh, How's it smell? No, don't tell me. I'll change uh, my mind. How's it smell? It smells old and rotted and dead, but it also is a familiar smell that you smelt up at the uh, up at the mining area. The pit. Mm-hmm. Could it be that this that, that that whatever this thing is that that uh that it was incubating inside him and and finally came out came out to play? 
I thought the wounds looked like it was going in, in his mouth. down through the mouth. I mean, obviously it, it could have come. come back out. Oh no. Do we need to check the other exit? God. Not it. God damn it, Reverend. I mean, no, we all know that, you know. I don't know that that's necessarily going to make any difference, I'm sure. <laughs> I feel if? like it's. I, I, what if? I mean, it destroyed its esophagus. What if it destroyed his. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I feel good not examining that. I'm going to. I just need to. I roll E.B. Farnham's I'm gonna, I'm gonna corpse think. over on the table. As you. Mayor Farnham I'm still Mayor, keeping the gun like I was over the say, head. Mayor Farnham is a small is a small person. You are not was a small person. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Which way is it, that. Reverend? Is it well, left, right? Yeah, is right, it? right, left, okay. right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> I don't want to ask this, but what would you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> Look at I, the Reverend. And pull that, pull that TSA treatment. And inspect the exit. Huh? The exit seems normal. It seems All right. fine. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> I'm going right. to be sure. Make an asshole check for me. Make a rectum check. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the ones we wrote in on your shit. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> That was going to come into play. I thought that Love coming to play at the whorehouse. Oh, I, I uh, let my shotgun down. I pull out my flask and I hand it to Arabella. Thank you. I need a moment. I, our chips got collected. I'm assuming we still have the same chips that we had. You do not have the same chips. We don't have the same chips? We don't have the same chips. We're in the middle of our adventure, which means everyone gets to draw new chips. New chips? Oh. Three. Take three, Yay. please. Huh. The same. Are there green ones in there? Three. Nice. While they draw, yes. I'm gonna go speak with the bartender. Ooh. Yes, madam. Yes, madam. Oh. Yes, you do. I like it. Step into the pocket dimension speakeasy real quick. Gotta let it talk to you. Clayton. For being the ass man. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you, Marshall. I'm the ass man. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, two reds and a white one. Hello, my dear. Well, hello. What can I do you for? Well, Mr. Bartender, I just shoved my bare hands into the gut of a man. That sounds awful. His insides were covered in ash and soot and nothing else pleasant. I'm not sure what to do next. It's tough. You were hoping to find something in there? At least I guess find a direction, what to do next. I'm not sure if these things are incubating inside of this man or the people that they find or if they're some other type of motive. Mm. So, 
You reached into this man's insides and you found a mutilated mouth and a belly full of ash. Mm-hmm. Have you seen ash or scales in any other places or mutilated mouths in other places? We have. We've seen them in the miners. In the We've miners. seen ash in the church and at the bottom of the mine, but mm. we've also seen ash in the graveyard. In the graves. Mm. What happened in the graveyard that was so unique to dead bodies? There weren't any. They came back, hey? Yeah. That's interesting. Well, you know, as they say, when a body is gone, the soul departs. And if the soul isn't there to animate a body, what is it more than just a piece of flesh walking around? These outlaws you've seen, they look like they have a soul. No, but I'm not right sure what a soul looks like. That's fair. You wouldn't, being one who has one. And if a body has no soul, then it's simply what? A meat puppet? And every puppet needs a puppet master. All right. Anything else I can do you for? You haven't had your whiskey yet. I'm more of a sipper than a shooter. (laughs) On most days. Let me know if you need anything more. I'll be here. Thank you, good sir. Thank you for giving me a moment to be a little indisposed. Of course. Yes, ma'am. Not to rattle anyone. Take the flask back. Yes. Well, I feel like there's a common thread with all of this ash and where it's showing up and didn't you say you found ash at the bottom of, well, Bill's grave? I did. I got half an inch of it, just lying in it. And did we see ash at the bottom of my sister's grave? You did, yeah. There was the same thin sort of layer of ash, and the colorization of it and everything sort of looked similar to um, some of the stuff that you found that you could see covered in blood and everything inside of uh, poor Mr. E.B. Farnham. What if these snake creatures are what's puppeting the inside of these undead bodies. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds terrible and possible. What's puppeting those snakes is the question. Exactly. Well, if that symbol there in the front of Mr. Farnham's now terribly open and spilling chest is anything to do, there's what you're saying, larger Mesopotamian gods or something? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily related to anything Mesopotamian. I'm just saying that snake deities tend to recur throughout history. I can't speak. many cultures. So what you're saying is this is possible proof of there being another kind of god? Well, there are a lot of different beliefs out there in the world, Mr. Sharp. You are aware that there are other religions aside from Christianity? Oh, I ain't a Christian boy. Just making sure any choices made for powers out there that aren't uh, familiar of godly folk we'd be careful with. I, I hesitate to bring this up, but I do believe that since we all had a similar dream, in my dream, 
there was a creature who spoke to me of the land being poisoned by greed. Now, if this George Hurst has indeed been buying up these properties and indeed been doing it in nefarious ways th through Farnham, perhaps whatever this being might be that is reanimating all of these people who should remain dead is doing so to keep the land from being mined. Maybe it's trying to protect the land. Maybe it's trying to protect the oil. Maybe it's trying to protect something. But it's trying to protect it from us, from man, from, from mining, from humans. And doing so by taking our own people and using them against us. And judging by the amount of carriages that seem to be leaving town today, I'd say you might be onto something. You're doing a fairly good job of ridding this country of, uh, of the people who came here. If we'd had the mind to maybe check the chests of those miners as well, maybe they would have had a similar visage on them. I think it's less about having the mind than having the time. We were a bit indisposed at the time. It's very true. We could always go back, or we could check out one of these other deeds. Or we could return the deeds to Mr. Swearingen. I mean, he has been asking about who was buying them up and to collect whatever we had. There was also the tarry substance and the in the church. And have we seen Mr. Swearingen? Perhaps it's time we, we pay him a visit. I agree. When we were walking out through the thoroughfare, was he up in his normal balcony perch? Not, not when you guys were walking back towards the uh, Bullock Hotel when you found <clears throat> Mr. Farnham after going to the doc's office the first time. Should we take a quick look inside the church on the way to see Mr. Swearingen or just get right to it? Sure, might as well. It's right there, Especially yeah. if there was some of that tarry substance in the ash in there. To the church. Let's yep. take a walk. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just uh, be the last to leave. You want to be the, the last house. to leave? And as everyone steps out, I'm just going to take out the papers I had pocketed and glance through them. Um, Does anybody notice this? If he's the last one out, no. Yeah. Second to last one out would be you. Hmm. And on your way out the door, you notice something you didn't before, which is nailed to the wall just next to the door <clears throat> going out of Cochran's office, you see a list of names. And the first, I would say, four or five out of 20 names have X's through them. And you recognize these names, some of them, as being what you saw when you fanned through the land deeds that were in Farnham's office. Not, not, not names of people, name, names of locations? Names of people. Names of the people. Names, of people. names of people who sold their land to Mr. Farnham, and you see some of those names are X'd out. Is it a sheet of paper that's nailed to the wall that I might be able to pull and take with you me? You absolutely can. I'll yank it. I'll, I'll stop everyone for a second. Hold, 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 real quick. Uh, I noticed some of these names from, from the land deeds. You can see someone's been doing a mighty fine job of working their way through. Maybe How many should... names are on the on the uh, list? I think there's probably about like 20 names and probably like six or seven are crossed out, I would say. I've, I've, What's uh... the ne next name that's not crossed out? The next name that's not crossed out would be Peter Thomas. Peter man Thomas. with two first names? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't trust him. Me neither. <laughs> Almost as bad as someone with three names. Mm -hmm. Two saints. Um, Two saints. Is there is there any examples in the immediate vicinity of the room of any notes or, or books with some handwriting of the doc? 
Yeah, over at his over at his workstation, he has journals upon journals upon journals of his own Just research. Take one of those and immediately compare it to the paper that you had discovered. It's one hundred percent the same handwriting. All right, that concludes that. Good thinking. All right. What uh, about what about the? Uh, I'm, we're, we're we're pretty sure that was his. That that's his hat that was at the. Uh, mm. was, that was at the funeral, so we don't have to check the uh, the signature there. Little inside here. Little initials. All right, uh, to the church, follow me. I'm quite familiar. Um, As we walk over, I'm gonna um, get up near Reverend and look over his shoulder. You, um, any of our names? Any, there's not like a Whitlock on that. A scan. Paper, is there? Okay, all right. No Whitlock, no Livingston. You don't really recognize any of the names? I would say maybe one or two of them you might have heard in town is just like regular folk, nobody that's an official, nobody that's, uh, you know, someone of uh, great importance, but you might recognize a few of those names as, as uh, people that live in the town. I'm, I'm familiar with a few, but nothing that jumps out, and we're not on it. Yeah. One of them you do actually notice is Tom Nuttall, who owned the number 10 saloon famously where, while Bill was killed, Shot, yeah. his name is also on that list. Fairly low down the list? No, it's one of the ones that's crossed off. Is he, have we heard of, have we yes. seen him? Is he around? You guys know about his saloon. You know, it's like at the end of town and stuff like that. It's a small little shack that's famous because that's where Wild Bill was killed. But you guys haven't seen, you haven't seen or really heard of him or from him since you've been in town, other than knowing him by reputation. I say then maybe we go to Mr. Swearingen's office, let him know what's going on, and then beeline over to Tom, Tom Nuttall's saloon. And also, if we could somehow surreptitiously find out if anyone knows the whereabouts of Peter Thomas. Yes. If uh, he's working his way through this list, that would be the next place. Yeah, then Mr. Swearingen might be just the person for that. Got a few uh, questions for Mr. Swearingen, definitely. Mm. Okay, so church, gem mm -hmm. saloon, where are you guys headed? I'm uh, checking the We're heading to the gem saloon, he's hanging back. Make a notice check for me, please, as you're examining the wanted and bounty posters. Oh. Did you explode that? Eight. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I think it's, don't patronize me. <laughs> it's the shooting goals we need him for. It's all right. <laughs> I know. No. Thank you. Where are you guys headed? Okay. Uh, Jim Saloon. Yes? Church first. In the church? Room. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Church. Unless we, we can always meet you there if you guys want to well, go. I mean, we're just, we're just yeah. hanging around. It's, a, it's an arc. We can all go together. Safety in numbers. Yeah, you guys are going to go out. You see that very few people have set up shop on the thoroughfare today. It's a, it, it's a big deal that, that Mayor Farnham has been killed. And as you walk outside, you see even another half a dozen people with sort of packs on their back hiking up toward the graveyard, just leaving town. Some people are panicking. Some people are find this to be extremely amusing. Down the street, you can hear a group of uh, drunken hoopleheads saying, uh, just chanting, Farnham's dead, Farnham's dead. You know, he was a weasel of a mm -hmm. person. You make your way to the church. Uh, are you going in the front, the back? Where do you guys want to enter? Just the front door. Okay. You enter the familiar front door of your recently acquired church. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Um, Look around and best. Did we see anything out of the ordinary? You see downstairs towards the center of the sanctuary, um, the black spot in the ground where you had stepped 
in some weird tarry sort of substance and wiped it off your boot. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the church is sort of as it was uh, the last time you were in there, Reverend Mason, so you would know. And that tarry substance doesn't look like the same black, oozy, snaky guts business. It looks like an actual tar-like substance. looks like a, just a pitch black, tar-like substance. Almost it's not like the same oil. as the guts. Like oil. oil. Exactly. <clears throat> huh. Is there anything different from the church from last night when we were here? Any snake skin anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Any ash that doesn't look like it's ash left over from the burning? All right. And is the black spot isolated or is there a drip, drip or trail? It's coming? isolated in pretty close to the center of the, uh, pretty close to the center of the sanctuary. Well, I, I don't think this has yielded much. No. Looking down into like the pit Mm -hmm. where it started. Anything down there? Give me an investigation check. All right. Six. Feeling good today. Uh, Twelve total. You know, from your family history, this is fucking oil. Okay. This is thick straight out of the ground oil like crude oil crude fucking oil why 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 the church well you certainly mr hurst couldn't buy the church mm. but if you burn it down and drive drive out people the men of the cloth out and that's land will be purchased up for more oil mm-hmm. you think uh, there's oil here under the church if oil hasn't, if any oil that was here would have burned in that fire, so anything you're stepping in now would be fresher. I mean, someone oh. came because, from someone, because yeah. obviously Reverend Mason, who spent a lot of time in this church, that oil has not been there until the, these recent events, because he would have he would have noticed it so or stepped in through the ground, seeping up through the ground. This is oil territory. This is oil territory mm-hmm. now. Oh shit. Look at that, Reverend. You're going to have enough money for your church after all. <laughs> you might have to move the church. <laughs> A little to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we... Uh... What say we keep this information to ourselves? Yes. I think so. Can we, uh, should we, uh, no one's coming in the church. We don't need to cover this up with anything, do we? I don't think so. Okay. Why wouldn't it hurt us um, to be safe? Cover it up. Yeah, is there any kind of, I don't know, cloth, some kind of something, something? Do you have a... If we can figure this yeah, out. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's something um, to cover it up. Like move a, a piece of yes, crappy in, piano or something. In the corner, yeah. in the corner of the church burn. with some of the rubble and some of the stuff that he's been cleaning out and trying to sort of rebuild, there's cloths, there's robes, there's things like that over Great. there you could use. Um, the hole itself is probably about, I would say maybe like three feet by three feet. Got so it. it's not huge. You Got could cover it. it with the rug or Great. a blanket Let's cover, or something. We, rugs <clears> have been so useful to us in this town. Let's cover it with a rug. Let's cover it with a rug. Absolutely. Absolutely. And on to the gym. Yes, Best indeed. Yeah. You guys walk up to the gym saloon, and as you do, you see Dan Doherty with his shotgun just leaning against the wall, and he says, uh, wow, busy couple of days for y'all. Forgive us for not helping to participate, but um, we gotta see to our own interests here. And um, to be honest with you, this shit's got Johnny real scared. He ain't much help anyway, but especially not in a firefight. Well, Al told me you might be back sooner than later. Come on up. He walks you up to 
Al's office, and when you walk in, Al's sitting behind his desk. Uh, uh, before we leave, any snake bites on Dan's hands or cheeks? Make, or a, make a notice check for me. You son of a bitch. Five. Nope. Damn. Okay. No, no, no snake bites, no none of that stuff on Dan. Just that leathery skin and that beautiful smile. <laughs> As you guys walk through the bar, you see Johnny Burns uh, attempting to uh, polish a glass, but his, his hands are shaking and he's, he's, he's pretty, he's, he's sweating. He's pretty shook up. He, oh, he's, he's, mm. he's, a sweet, he's a sweet soul who's Take not used now, John. <clears throat> I just uh, have a few, <laughs> few I, I saw through the, I saw through the, the window. Y'all had the, uh, I, I, done, <laughs> I hadn't pissed myself and I couldn't tell you how long, but I, 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 I pissed myself for an hour straight probably <laughs> I behind this bar. Johnny, the, the Lord bless you and keep you. He will watch over you. You rest easy now. Thank you, Reverend. I, I, I promise you um, anytime I can sneak out to, to, to make it to your church, I, 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 I absolutely will. I had to very least sneak out to change your pants. So, <clears throat> up the stairs? Yeah, you guys want to go up the stairs? Yes, please. Okay, you go up there, you see Al behind his desk. And he says, what news? Uh. Reverend? Mr. Swearingen, we've uh, seen our fair share of crazy shit, but we did manage to uh, make our way over behind the recently deceased Mr. Farnham and found in his office a stack of deeds, as you mentioned, and I'll hand over the stack. There was also a, a letter that Miriam found. A hand over the letter. Okay. He looks at the letter first, and he reads it, and he says, fucking oil. It's the last thing we need. Agreed. You saw what they did to this place when they found gold. They find oil, they'll tear the whole fucking thing down. And then he looks at the land deeds. He gets about halfway through the stack. He says, Dan. Dan comes around his corner, comes around to his shoulder, and he holds one of them up to him. And he says, uh, that him? He says, yeah. Keep stacking through him. That him? He says, yep. Keep stacking through him. Is that him? Yep. Gets through about five or six of them. Dan sort of seems to confirm every time when he shows him, and he says, uh, well, poor Peter Thomas, one of my Pharaoh suppliers, was found dead over by Mr. Wu's pigs. Well, where might Mr. Thomas's remains be? Couldn't tell you. I do know Mr. Farnham's remains ain't where they were when he died. Yeah, well, that might not be because the supernatural causes. That, that, that was us. What do you know about his death? Because down the street this far, it's like a game of telegraph. The story changes. <laughs> remember, uh, remember that head that we brought back to you? I do. I found similar wounds on E.B. Farnham. What kind of wounds? 
Snake bites? Fucking snakes. <laughs> Dan? Dan says, same with Mr. Thomas and the other fellows we found this morning. How many were dead this morning? Half a dozen. Half a dozen. Uh, Mr. Swearingen, we found uh, this list nailed to the inside of Doc Cochran's place. It's got a few names crossed out, and it seems Mr. Peter Thomas was next. Those other names match the bodies you found this morning? We have got to get better fucking pharaoh dealers. All dead. All of them? The names that are crossed out. All, all dead. dead. All have land deeds. No all them dead by you. snake bites, you say? <clears throat> the ones that Dan was able to find are some of my road agents seen in and about the outskirts of town. Seems to be the consensus. We've got ourselves a fucking snake problem. Do you know if the money had been transferred when these men died for these deeds? Why would you kill someone if you've already gotten their land? And that's what you wanted anyway. Possibly to trace it back to who was purchasing it. Why? <laughs> Any of the names on the list still alive that you know of? As far as I know, everyone's still alive except for these unlucky folks. All of them found dead in the last few hours. You said there were like 20 or so names on the list? Uh, if you continue to cross off the names of the bodies you found this morning. <clears throat> Who's next? Yeah. Who's next? Most of these people I've never heard of, or Dan said he saw a few of them leaving town this morning with the big exodus. Uh, uh, this whole thing has people pretty shook. If I can quietly, out of his earshot, lean into Arabella and say, I stand by what I said before. It doesn't matter whether the money has changed hands or not if someone is trying to prevent people from continuing to mine this land. Hmm. You found this in Cochran's office. We did. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the dock anywhere? Nobody's seen the fucking dock anywhere. Yeah, he's apparently knee-deep in this one way or another. We're very curious to see where his whereabouts may be. Looks like uh, beyond this snake bite problem, maybe somehow connected to these uh, undying dead that seemed to be strolling through the streets last night. Well, I don't know what you know about Doc Cochran, but he was a grave robber in the Civil War. Well, it seems like he's got a habit of that and uh, <laughs> hasn't left it behind. Mr. Swearingen, we visited the cemetery just outside Deadwood. You would, should know that the grave of Wild Bill Hickok is, uh, is empty along with Arabella's sister's grave as well. Empty? Uh, no body. A little layer of ash at the bottom, but uh, we found Doc Cochran's hat inside Wild Bill Hickok's grave. No corpse, no nothing. Scratch marks on the inside. Fuck me, he says. He's sort of contemplating A rare occasion, something comes to my attention that seems a bit too much for me to handle. 
while Bill and I never uh, had too much of an issue together, but I don't want to see him again, dead or otherwise. Do you have any idea who might know where the doc is? Anywhere, I've had Dan and Johnny asking around and searching for him for hours. I wanted him to do his own examination of Farnham's corpse. But he went ahead and did that for us. His insides were filled with ash. Ash? Just like the ash that we found in Well Bill Hickok and my sister's grave. See, I'm the type find myself overwhelmed with forces beyond my control. I, I have enough to fucking deal with with this fucking town and everyone trying to take it over. Is Joni Stubbs' name on any of those lists as well? Nope. But she herself was attacked in the night by one of these snakes. Mm-hmm. That's one thread that we don't have a direct connection to. Mr. Swerdman, we did have one of these snakes apparently try and assault Miss Joni Stubbs in the middle of the evening. Seemingly unrelated, while your name is not on one of these lists, I would be careful to keep an extra eye out as well. Miss Stubbs all right? She's more than all right. I think she can handle herself almost better than anybody else in this town. Mm. Of that you are correct. Well, not to get uh, too, too far off the, uh, uh, the, uh, the path that we've uh, chosen, but there is the the, uh, <clears throat> the topic of, uh, of uh, payment for services rendered. I believe, uh, I believe these, uh, these deeds were what you were asking for at the beginning of this, uh, this commission. Would you consider the mission over? Well, uh, I, would say, I would say that, uh, that there's definitely more investigation to be had. But I just would like to uh, at least recognize that uh, that uh, a portion of the contract has been filled. A portion has been filled, and I'm pleased with the information you've given me and fucking terrified. <laughs> if you can find out who the fuck is bringing these snakes into town, I'll give you each 500 gold at the end of this in addition to the 250 that Dan already gave you. As you guys are contemplating this, you hear out in the thoroughfare screams of bloody murder coming from the thoroughfare. Al gets up from his desk, walks over, pushes the doors open to the balcony outside, looks down and says, Dan, the guns now! Dan runs downstairs, starts to get guns. Do you guys want to go out to the balcony? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. As you go out to the balcony and you look down the street, right here, sort of where the crowd, which is now dispersed, was, you can see the bones, the jacket, the hat, and a little rotting flesh of the legendary Wild Bill Hickok. Oh, oh, shoot. In the middle of the thoroughfare. In the middle of the day? Shooting random citizens <gasps> of Deadwood. Oh. And out our oh guns come. Oh my God. God. Aim for the head. Aim for the head. For the head. <laughs> right now, what would you guys like to do? Do you want to stay on the balcony where you're going to have to be stacked up sort of that way? 
or you can come I'll out of the gym, downstairs. you can do whatever. Yeah. People are starting to just flee, running into businesses and running out. Um, it's sort of it's sort of chaos as Wild Bill is just firing away at people as they run by. Some he hits, some he misses, but he's just clearly trying to kill and punish and, and, and destroy. Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll hop over the, the railing mm-hmm. of the balcony, go down to an extended arm and drop. Okay, onto you're tall the, enough to where that wouldn't really fuck shit up. And I'm going to try and... Go ahead uh, and place your guy where you want to put him. Scatter across the, the street as bullets as bullets whiz by. Okay. I'm actually going to follow suit with the Reverend there and attempt to head behind the, uh, the edge of the Bullock Hotel. Mm-hmm, okay. Feel that I am too short to achieve that level of athletics, so I'm probably going to get to. If is, does the balcony have a railing that provides any kind of cover, or is it railing? It's very thin railing. Okay. Um, it's about the same cover as you would have had behind those steps at those the church. Those useless steps. What about a window? Is there a window on this side of the saloon that we can shoot out of? Yes. On the, on the side. Okay. I'm going to go to see if I can downstairs. Break yeah, Oswald, that shit. Sure. <laughs> Oswald, that shit. Um, <laughs> Little history joke. Strong work. Strong work. I'll kind of duck into the door of the balcony, and if mm-hmm. I can, can I kind of like lean out of the door of the balcony you and can. kind of do you that? You can. Yeah. I look at uh, look at Dan, and, and I say, "The roof. Can you get me on the roof?" There is roof access. Yeah. So he takes you through the room where you um, Good idea. where you so generously. Um, made the uh, three three ladies day yesterday oh, yeah. right. and uh, he takes you through there and into one of the closets there's a step ladder that goes up to a door nice and awesome. that's that's the door that you see on top pop there. up and uh, yeah yeah so I, I, I will uh, find my perch I would say at this angle fog and Arabella go ahead and make a notice check for me please okay uh-huh. Uh, He's yeah. just by himself. Mm. Two and a one. Five. Shit. Five? Yeah. Okay. Still What'd you get? Three? Two and a one. Okay. Yeah. So you're looking down from your vantage point. Um, you know, it's a dusty, it's a dusty town. There's gunfire, there's people running everywhere. It's kind of chaos. You you're able to see Wild Bill and he is stalking down the street and he's been dead for a long time. Um, as he moves sort of down the street. Arabella, as you uh, ready your weapon or whatever you're readying, you look down the thoroughfare at Wild Bill, who you recognize from photographs and stuff from growing up. Um, looks a little less for the wear. But he yeah. looks, yeah, he looks a little less for wear, still in his normal garb. And after a few more paces forward, you see out from behind him appears. A young lady. Oh. You recognize this person as your sister, Cynthia. Oh. Who is not dead, but not alive. She is undead, just like Wild Bill. Her dress is so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to deal some cards. Oh my goodness Four gracious. Miriam. Three of diamonds. Ew. Why am I so slow? Fog. Coin? All right. Arabella. Damn. Oh. Let's go. So none of the rest of us can see 
uh, her sister, just Wild Bill. Correct. Okay. Right now, yes. Okay. Clayton Fogg, Arabella, All right. What is that um, device? I've never seen anything like that. The Lord provides. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wild Bill and the unfortunate Cynthia Livingston have reached just about the front of the Bullock Hotel. Everyone has sort of run into the businesses or have run away at this point. There's no sign of Sheriff Bullock. You don't see his horse tied to the front of the marshal's office. Clayton, you're up first, but before you do that, I need everyone to make a guts roll. A, a guts, guts roll? roll? A guts yes. roll. What does that even mean? Minus two if you don't have it filled in. Oh. Six. Three. Four. Success. Just barely. Eight. Zero if you could do it. Okay. I got a three and a two. Okay. So under four. You failed? Yes. You failed? Yeah, right? Uh-huh. Failed. The yeah. dudes failed. <laughs> Damn the dudes failed. The dudes are shaken. <gasps> oh shit. You guys are afraid. Okay. Right. So what? No. For those I will spit in a chip to go ahead and remove a shaken status. Got it. Trying to steal myself in the face mm. of an undead Wild Bill Hickok. Absolutely. Okay. You are unshaken. Swallow, steal myself, shake my face, spin around the corner, both guns out, and go take two shots at Wild Bill. At Wild Bill himself. Please roll for revolver. Come on. Roll revolver. Oh, that's an eight explode. Yes. To a nine on the first shot. Okay. Yes, queen. And then the second shot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Six explodes. Finally, I'm getting some shots off. Uh, a six is the second shot. So a nine and a six for the two shots. Roll damage for both guns, please. All right. Ooh. 17 damage with the first shot. Ooh. Yes. Payback's a bitch. Angry man. And then seven damage with the second shot. So, because of your angle and and because Bill can mostly just see those of you on the balcony now, he can't really see fog. He's still shooting at people that are trying to run away, so he doesn't see you. And that first shot goes off. Boom, nails him in the side like this, and he turns around, he whips around, he, he, he's looking around, but he still can't really see you, so he just keeps firing. But, Wild Bill has suffered a wound. Ooh, yes. nice. He went past Shaken with that damage. He has <laughs> one wound. Now we'll use the rest of my movement to get the fuck yeah. back behind. Okay, smart move. That there? Hey. Who would have thought you'd be such a good player? <laughs> Only when I roll well, apparently. I know, yeah. It's my eternal curse. Uh-huh. <laughs> While Bill is also shaken, he mm -hmm. can do two hula hoops at once. Quite a skill. The most he'll... coordinated undead I've ever seen. Yes, yeah, well, his hips. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the hips. I think uh, I'll, uh, I'll spend a Benny. You want to unshake yourself? Absolutely. Okay, pass that down, would you? Don't, make, you don't, mind. don't make him rip his tight pants. <laughs> All right, All you right. can move and act. Uh, let's see. I'll move to the uh, to the edge and top of the uh, of the of the roof here. Pull out my Colt revolving rifle. Uh, take aim. 
Let's just take one good shot. You want to take one good shot? Who are you oh. shooting at? Oh, we're shooting at Wild Bill. Okay, go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll for shooting, please. We got a six. Okay. <laughs> got a six on the knee and blowing it up and seven. Okay, great. Um, so uh, go ahead and roll damage. All right. Let's, right. Gun. Let's see. That's Two right. and an eight explodes. Mm-hmm. The D8 yes. explodes. Four. So that 14. 14. Which gun was that you were using? That was a, that was was a your revolving rifle? rifle. Okay, so you standing up on the roof, um, steady your rifle on the ledge. Uh, you're pretty good at steadying stuff. You go prone, you say you're a good mm-hmm. shot. Uh, you, you cock, you aim. He hasn't really seen you up there yet, so you have advantage. He's sort of shooting towards the direction of where Clayton just shot at him, but he doesn't see him, so he's still just kind of firing, reloading, firing, reloading. Uh, in the midst of that, a drunk runs straight across the street at him, and while Bill just fans six bullets into him and fucking kills him, and as he's doing that, your shot hits him straight in the chest and knocks him back from the rifle blast about two feet. And he's wounded again. Ooh, wow. Good, good right. work. Wild Bill's turn. Oh. Oh boy. I didn't realize his dice were that high. Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. That was something we shouldn't have known. Wild Bill is going to roll to unshake himself first. Okay, let's see if it works. Wild Bill is going to spend a chip to unshake himself. And do better, do better, do better, do better. Fucking piece of shit. He's gonna <laughs> also spend a Benny to remove one of the wounds. Oh. And then he's going to take aim at the only person he can really see at the moment, which is gonna be Arabella. But you're pretty far away. He's gonna take a shot with, at you with one of his uh, Peacemaker, Colts. That roll was so bad it knocked off the... Uh... Okay. He sees you on the balcony and he fires at you twice, but it's a little too far away. There's too much going on. He's also just been hit in the chest and his aim is a little off and he barely just misses you. Um... It's now your turn, Arabella. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, recognizing my sister and the state that she's in, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a hail mary here. I don't know if this is gonna work. Okay. I am going to duck around the corner and just plop down. I'm gonna curl my knees into my chest and tuck my head, and I am going to start to envision my sister and I in our bedroom, in our childhood bedroom in, in Atlanta, with her braiding my hair as us as little girls. And I'm going to attempt to cast Mind Link. Okay. And see if I can talk to her. Okay. So Mind Link creates a telepathic connection between two people. Let's go ahead and See what the cards have to say. Play a game. Oh, Let's play a game. 
been really lucky with these spells. I've got it. Mind link only requires one PowerPoint. The odds are somewhat in your favor as much as they can be. Let's see. Four of hearts, seven of spades. Oof. It's not good. Six of clubs. It's really five. not good. Ten of hearts. Come on. Seven. Seven. Oh, Fuck it. <laughs> oh my Fucking. god. Last one. Single pair. Okay, single pair. You have a point yes. of grit, which means you can replace one of the cards if you'd like to. I'll replace the four, I guess. See if I can get three of a kind. Kind of all I got to go with. Check. All right. Okay, well, so the spell succeeds. I don't know if it's going to work on her or not, but I don't know. And you want to link to your sister? To my sister. What would you like to say? Did it work? Did it work? I think it worked. It did work, yeah. Did yeah, it, you got the pair. Yeah, yeah. It's only one power point, <gasps> so it did succeed, yeah. <sighs> Um, I'm just gonna say, Cynthia, it, it's your sister, it, it's Arabella. Please, whatever madness or insanity or vile evil has gotten inside of you, stand down, let me talk to you. And I still love you, no matter what. Please. As you look down the street, you see your sister, who has also been firing at people that have been running away, sort of stop in her tracks and look around and She's definitely affected by, she's distracted. She's affected by what you're saying. Do you want to move or do you want to stay where you are? I will pop out from the door, okay. out on the balcony, and I'll put my hands on the, on the railing and I'll just scream, Cynthia! When you do that, this is so stupid. She turns her attention towards you, and she's sort of wobbly like the undead outlaws that you saw. Her flesh is decaying. She's, she's in clothes that you recognize, but her face and everything else is... Um, she... points her gun toward you at the, where she heard you talking. Cocks it. And then turns it on to fog. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Well, there's something. There's something. All right. She's going to.
I just keep in mind, I got a roof in front of me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Some cover. Some cover. Okay, she shoots, but because of the distance and because of her shotgun and because of where you are, the uh, slug that she's shooting goes right into the side of the gem and would have completely hit your nuts had it penetrated, but because of the distance, the bullet gets stuck in the wood. Does not hit you. Come on, man. She is going to... Anything but my nuts. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, my Exactly. Her and Wild Bill are going to continue moving up the thoroughfare, killing anyone they see running through the town that's still there in fear. Reverend Mason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, break cover from around the bank and I will move up just in front of the bank door. Okay. And I will uh, empty both barrels of the shotgun into a Wild Bill Hickok. Okay, please make your shots. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why we have a tray. Uh, first one is a four. Second one is double sixes. What does that do? For your shooting, shooting roll? Yeah. And they both explode. They both, they both explode. explode. Fuck yes. Another six, so that's uh, about, 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 about 18, 19. Oh shit. 18, 21 to hit on the second shot. What does that mean? Okay, so roll damage. Okay. First one. Uh, seven points of damage on the first one, and uh, five points of damage on that second shot. Okay. Uh, two, so uh, seven. Seven. So, Reverend Mason, because of your raises on that second shot, I want you to roll an additional d6. Okay. Your total was seven last time. Seven. Big money. Uh, ten. So, three. Okay. okay. You, from the side of the bank there in the front, you fire your first slug and it hits Wild Bill on the shoulder and he kind of just like shrugs it off. The second hit goes right into his throat and you see him go <laughs> like that and you just see dust and ash come out of his mouth. He's shaken. He has one wound and he is shaken. Can I use uh, the you've rest got, of my you've got movement? movement to mm -hmm. kick the door behind me and fall into the fall into the bank? Yep. Mm. You kick the door open, you fall into the bank, and you see hiding behind the counter several very terrified citizens of Deadwood. And behind them, you see a drunken hooplehead with a pickaxe trying to break into the safe with a pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's not going Looter. well, but he's one of those. Now is uh, not the fucking time. Yes, one of those, the cops are busy, let's rob the liquor mm -hmm. store right, situations. Right. Where were Katie and Brittany? Yeah. Where are they? People are, people are locked, people are locked away inside. My fault. I, uh, so I spin around into the window where I can see, and as I'm doing that, I shout to Arabella, that's not Cynthia, get inside. And I, and now I'm pissed and I yell like that. <laughs> um, and I will shoot at Wild Bill. Okay. I'm using uh, my right, my, you're... my uh, Winchester. All right, go ahead and fire <laughs> away. Six. 11. 11. Go ahead and roll damage for me, please. 
ninth. Okay. As you, you're firing from out the window. Mm, the second, yeah. You have a very good vantage point from there. Um, you're pretty well hidden. Uh, pretty much only your gun and maybe part of you is sticking out, so he's not tipped off that someone's coming towards him. You fire your weapon, it hits Wild Bill in the chest. He gets blown back because of this Winchester and takes another step back. You start to see this ashy smoke start to just dissipate from him. And he sort of looks down and he's looking down <laughs> and he keeps coughing this stuff because of the wound in his throat. He now has another wound. You want to just go to back inside? Okay. Them down. Fantastic. Now we're going to go to Clayton. All right. <sighs> See all this gunfire passing through the thoroughfare. Seeing you jump into the bank, hearing the impacts and glancing over the side and seeing Wild Bill looking kind of blown back a few times in these shots. I'm gonna go ahead and try and use that time to ready the weapons a second time. Come around the corner once more mm-hmm. and unload into Wild Bill. Okay. But I'm gonna kind of come for him, yelling. Come on, um, come on, kill Wild Bill. Fire away, fire away. You take your rain. Four, first shot. Okay. And a four in the second shot. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll damage. Open the floodgates, release the waters. Eight damage in the first shot. Come on. And. 11 damage on the second shot. Okay. 19 total. You come around the corner, you fire at him. He takes one of the rounds to the belly. You see the same sort of smoke and stuff dissipate. He looks down and grabs himself and he's only holding, he's only holding one, one uh, gun out right now at the moment. He's shaking again. He's shaking again. Nice. Any movement? Uh. Is Arabella out in the open still? Arabella is standing on the balcony out in the open at the moment. Um, my instinct is to go back, but instead of having the, the attention, the gunfire, I'm just gonna like, and just yell again in their direction to try and draw fire. Okay. Uh, as you yell, you see both Cynthia and Wild Bill oh. look over in your direction. Fog, it's now your turn. You gotta take this joker out. Come on, kill him. All right, I uh, train my my rifle down down towards uh, uh, Wild Bill Hickok one more time. Okay, go ahead and fire. Let's roll. Come on, you can do this, Fog. This could be you. Let's see. Oof. Now a three and a three. Mm. Oh. Both fail. Uh, yeah. You yeah, go yeah. to fire and your gun jams and kind of hitting it and trying again, it's it's Nothing not, happens. it doesn't work. Oh. Um, do you want to move anywhere? You want to stay up there where you're at? Uh, you know what, I, I crouch back behind and and, uh, and, and, and shake my, my, my rifle and curse it. Okay. <laughs> okay, curse that fucking thing. While Bill mm-hmm. is going to No longer be shaken. Uh-huh. And he's going to spend a chip to remove one of these wounds. Ah, <sighs> bitch. Wait. As he moves forward. Doesn't he have to. Oh. 
And as Cynthia moves forward, they get to about the center here. And he's holding his, his stomach wound with one gun. And he goes like this and motions Cynthia back. And Cynthia takes one step back. And he looks down the alley at you, Clayton, and he's going to take a shot. You're a tough son of a bitch. (laughs) You've been in a lot of gunfights. Even against something as crazy and weird and wild as Wild Bill, he shoots down at you and you're able to just sort of dodge the bullets. But they know where you are. Mm -hmm. He's going to take a second shot. You're too quick. Wow. Could I get some weighted dice? Could I get some dice that are weighted to uh, succeed? So, Arabella. Okay. It's now yeah. your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to yell one more time for Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And say, please, we can help you stand down. And at the same time, I'm going to pull out my Colt and aim for Wild Bill. Okay. Go ahead and shoot. Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six damage total. Okay. And you were firing at straight down a Wild Bill using which weapon? My Colt. Okay. Army. So you pull out your Colt and you point it down at him, and right as you're about to take the shot, you notice that your sister has locked eyes on you. And it distracts you and you shoot, and it goes just to the side Fuck. of Wild Bill. Mm. Do you want to move or do you want to stay on the balcony? I'm just going to stare into Cynthia's eyes. Okay. Okay. Your spell is still active. Mm-hmm. If there's anything additional you'd like to try and say or if you want to just leave it where it was. Um, I'm just going to say, I know my sister is still in there and just stare in her eyes. Okay. Your sister, your sister locking eyes with you turns her gun towards you. And she's gonna fire. This is for my husband. (laughs) (laughs) That bastard. Uh oh. You don't see a look of familiarity in your sister's eyes, but you see anger, you see hatred, you see things that you're not used to seeing on her face and what's left of the flesh and everything that you can see. She takes a shot at you and... Your toughness is seven? Yes, it is. Good girl. The shot misses. Goes past you into the wall right behind you at the the front of Al's saloon. Cynthia is going to move closer to you. Oh, no. Reverend Mason. Uh Uh-huh. 
right, I'm gonna uh, look back at the hoople head trying to take a pickaxe to the vault and go, Jesus and Santa can see what you are doing. And I will <laughs> kick the front door of the bank back open and I will oh, hold shit. out my crucifix. Okay. And I will attempt to cast Burst. Burst. Okay. How many power points do you need for Burst? Two. Let's play a game. All right. Oh my god. Good, good, good. Joker. That? Five. Okay, so. Of spades. Ten. Of spades. Ten. Ooh, three of a kind. Diamonds. Two. Oh, oh <laughs> so close <laughs> to the flush. Yeah, I, I will. You got three of a kind. Yeah, yeah, I got three of a kind. Which should be enough. But I could be real ballsy and pull that ten and go for a flush. You've already got two tens. You've already got your spell. But wait, with the raise, if I, so three of a kind is how many? <laughs> three of a kind is five power points. I want to make it extra bursty. Okay. <laughs> I need you to roll 4d6 damage, please. He has decided to use the joker. All right, creature's always playing with your soul. I'm gonna explode that first six. Oh! 13. Let's explode that other six. Oh, dang, please 20. kill Wild Bill. 25. Oh, shit. Coming out the crucifix. Reverend Mason, Mm -hmm. you come out kicking the door open to the bank, and with your successful deal of the cards, you hold out your crucifix in your hand, and out of both of them come that arcane energy and a burst of flames, and you hold it steady. What do you yell as you... Attack Wild Bill with your crucifix. The power of Christ compels you! (laughs) He turns towards you as he sees the flame coming towards him, and as the flames hit him, you see the tips of his gun begin to just melt. As the flames go, you see his clothes turn completely to ash, and they're blown behind him 15 feet, and you start to see pieces of Wild Bill disintegrating into dust behind him and just flying, 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 flying as you're just holding this energy. By the time the energy is done and it comes out of your, it's done coming out of your hands, you sort of take a breath, you feel that rush within you that you did when you had, when you woke up from being unconscious and you, when the dust settles, you look and there is nothing left of Wild Bill. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Would you like to use any movement? Yeah, I'm going to go keep that fucker from opening up a bank vault. <laughs> okay, go you back want in the to, bank. Uh, oh, man, always the morally superior person. Uh, How wonderful. And, and just to achieve cover <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. from the sister in the street still. Right. Because you used the Joker card. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Fate will decide. There it is. There it is. 
you get back inside the bank, and right before mm-hmm. you're gonna go uh, attack this <laughs> idiot hooplehead who is uh, trying to chisel away at the bank door, um, suddenly your vision goes dark, and you're still conscious, but you see the dealer. And he says to you, Greeting, cheap. You are shaken for the next three rounds of combat before you can roll to recover. Whoa! That's okay, you're inside. You're inside. You're inside, You're inside. 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 Oh my gosh. All right, well. Miriam. Top that, please. The only thing I could do. Um, so uh, uh, I see this incredible display of of the Lord, <laughs> of the Lord, of fire. Uh huh. Totally the Lord. Um, and uh, having nothing else to aim at, I aim at Cynthia. That was beautiful storytelling. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> Five. Go ahead and roll for the uh, shot itself? Two, five. So the bullet hits, uh, you're trying to shoot Cynthia? Yes. Yeah, the bullet shoots Cynthia, it hits her in the leg. She kind of looks over, she looks at our, where Arabella is, she looks next to her, she's kind of confused and she just kind of holds her weapon up, but it does not have an effect. All right, I, I roll back inside while screaming, get inside! Okay. Clayton. Alrighty. Still looking confused, seeing Wild Bill's just like that entire display of Wild Bill being just turned to dust in front of me out of the fucking preacher over here. I'm just kind of wide-eyed, holding my pistols, going. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Fire again. Clayton's double Clayton. Yeah. All right. So gonna. Uh, so four, mm-hmm. first attack. Second attack is a minus two because offhand. Uh, explodes. To uh, seven. Seven. Go ahead and roll damage, please. All right. First damage roll. Ooh. Double sixes. Yes, Ooh. Clayton. Yes. I mean, my sister. Yeah. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Fifteen for that first strike. Okay. Second attack. And then second one was seven damage. Do some math. As you come around the corner, she's actually further ahead of you. And because she saw a very easy target on the balcony and sort of moved towards it, you are out of her vision. So you fire the two weapons and both shots hit her in the side and one hits her in the side of the neck. Cynthia has two Yes, wounds. Clayton, yes. yes. Is looking very, very rough. She is sort of staggering and trying to figure out where that came from. When you shot her neck, you saw the familiar dust and sort of smoke come out of it that, that happened with Wild Bill. Next round. <laughs> Making up for last worse. game's terrible dice. <laughs> Making right, up man. for mine, Aloysius Fog. Well, uh... I see, I see the uh, the the uh, the undead uh, Cynthia stagger stagger off to the side. I, I slap my uh, 
uh, revolver, revolving rifle and say, come on, old girl. Aim down the barrel. One good shot. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, literally just like straight down. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Four. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hits. Yep. All right. And uh, I roll uh, two eights for damage. Five. And a six. Eleven. Okay. As you fire down two shots, the first one hits her in the shoulder. The second one hits her right in the gut. She drops her gun, grabs her gut. She's reaching down to grab it. She is also shaken, in addition to being wounded. Oh, she's on okay. the edge. You got just enough to shake her as well. Would you like to move, sir? Or would you like to stay at your vantage point? I'm just gonna uh, uh, admire my handiwork from, from there. I think, uh, <laughs> I think we're, we're, I've got her on her last legs. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Arabella, yeah, Arabella. Right, come on, she's girl. She's right below you. She's come right on. below me. I look at Miriam. I look at my sister. And I look at Miriam. And I pull out my gun and I aim it right down at her. At a girl. for a moment. Uh, is she looking up at me? She's picked up her weapon and she's looking up at you. Just say, I love you so much. And I squeeze the trigger. Okay. Four, it explodes. Six total to hit. Go ahead and roll damage, please. Hit this time. Seven total. Arabella, as you aim down the sights of your pistol, something you never thought you would do, looking at your own sister. She looks up at you, and you do not see the look of recognition in her face. You see hatred, you see evil, you see darkness, as your bullet goes right into the center of her head, splitting the back of her head open, and she falls to the ground, dead in the thoroughfare once again. I just dropped my gun. And then I turn to Miriam and I say, I got my wish. I put my gun down and I go over and I hold her by the arms and I put my arms around her and I just say, your sister's where she belongs now. Thanks to you, you set her free. You set her free. And just burst into tears and fall into her arms. Okay, as you do that, 
the door to the balcony opens, and Al Swearingen walks out with his cup of coffee. Oh, that motherfucker. And he peers down over the balcony and says, Why, Wild Bill. And then he looks at you and he says, Family's a son of a bitch. <laughs> and that's where we'll end this session. Oh, oh. Thank you for listening to Undeadwood on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a review on whatever podcasting app you're using. Your words may draw a weary soul to a new adventure. If you'd like to support the show, check out our shop. We've released a deck of playing cards inspired by Undeadwood. You can find them at shop.critroll.com. Undeadwood returns with part four. Good night, Miss Miriam. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I often think about what a cool superpower it would be to freeze time. Not go back or forward, because in the movies that causes lots of problems, but to just stop it. Like, if I could stop time, get a bunch of work done, then restart time and go home to see my family, that would be the dream. Sometimes life just feels like a constant balancing act of trying to figure out where to give your energy. But the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. The therapists at BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you identify what matters most to you and help you find a way to give more time to it. By filling out a brief questionnaire, BetterHelp can match you with a licensed therapist specific to your needs and even lets you switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Critical Role.